are listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. Though located in the heart of the Silicon Valley, you will hear fervent, old-fashioned revival preaching from the pulpit of North Valley Baptist Church. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message. There was a sweet lady in our church many years ago, about my age, and the Lord took her. She had suffered the last many years. She was run over by a truck in the Philippines, was paralyzed, came to the States, and uh, what a sweet lady. Though in a wheelchair, she, for an event like this, would do so much sewing for us, Priscilla, Belina, her grandson was playing the piano there, a high school student tonight. She had a daughter singing in this ladies' group tonight. Priscilla was a wonderful member, like her sister Chona. Chona passed away early with cancer. Priscilla had a favorite song. She called it a song, but it was really just a chorus. We sing it sometimes. Uh, she had a granddaughter over here. Uh, I don't know if that was Stephanie or Haley. I think that was Stephanie. Uh, no, not Stephanie. You know who I'm talking about. You got it. And she can't keep up with all these kids. She, we, we sing it in elementary chapel once in a while, high school chapel. It was Priscilla's favorite little song. Walk king with Jesus, walking every day, walking all the way. Walking with Jesus, walking with Jesus, my Lord. Have you ever heard that little chorus? It's a good little chorus. That's what God wants me to do with him every day. He wakes me up, and I know he's speaking to my heart, Jack. Son, would you walk with me today? Would you just walk with me? Walk, keen with Jesus, walking every day, walking all the way, walking with Jesus, walking with Jesus, my Lord. Could you try that with me? Walking with Jesus, walking every day, walking all the way, and then you repeat it, walking with Jesus, walking with Jesus, my Lord. Could you learn it with me? Ready? Walking with Jesus, walking every day, walking all the way, walking with Jesus, walking with Jesus, my Lord. Let's pick it up, shall we? Walking with Jesus, walking every day. Walking all the way, well, walking with Jesus. Walking with Jesus. Wow, you did great. Now, you know, some of you would know that Echo Park, walking in the sunshine. Anybody know that? Walking in the shadow. You sing that part, we'll sing our regular part. All right, here we go. Walking with Jesus. Good. Walking every day. There you go, good. Walking with Jesus, my 
on this journey called life, it is easy to walk with God. Easy to walk with God when you graduate from kindergarten or eighth grade or 12th grade or college. It's easy to walk with God when you get engaged. I'll never forget that wonderful night when I asked my wife to be my girlfriend to be my wife. Oh, I tell you what, easy to walk with God. And when I saw her come down that aisle on December 23rd, I, that Christmas night, I, I'll just never forget how beautiful she looked and still does. And I saw that it's easy to walk with God. It's easy to walk with God when you get a bonus. It's easy to walk with God when you get a new position and advancement. It's easy to walk with God when you inherit some money or something good like that. It's easy. It's easy to walk with God when you get that new car and you sit inside it and you smell that new car smell. Well, it's easy. It's very hard to walk with God when the days are dreary. When your wife walks out or when a husband walks out, it's very difficult to walk sometimes if we're not careful when there's a death in the family. It's difficult to walk when as a prodigal son or a prodigal daughter and I wonder what they're doing right now. It's difficult to walk when you have a loved one that's incarcerated or a loved one that's become a drunk or a dope addict. And it's difficult when, when, when things are hard and here you are. There are so many of you in this room. I don't know. I was trying to figure this out. Would there be a hundred of you that you're such a handsome, good, godly, young man, and you cannot find the right girl. And here we have with those men, there's probably about 50 sweet or more, maybe 100 together, maybe more sweet Proverbs 31 girls that are beautiful, they love God, and they're single. I'd like to start a ministry, it's gonna sound funny, and I'm not trying to be funny here. I'm just trying to pair them up. I don't want this boy to go through life alone. And I don't want this girl to go through life alone. And sometimes when you're waiting, and my goodness, after all, you're 15 and you still have not landed the fella yet. Or you're 20. Or you're 25. My sister might, one of my sisters might be watching in Tennessee right now. I believe she, after she, went through Bible college and got her teaching credentials in the state of California, began teaching Christian school and there was no dating and nothing going on. I believe, I wanna say, and I should not say a woman's age, but I think she was 28 years of age. My wife saying, no, I just said it. I didn't see your head. Whatever age she was, um, she was still single. But you know what? She wasn't nervous. She wasn't getting moody with God and frustrated. I might be wrong I think she now has 28 grandkids. God worked it all out. 
You might be a widower, a widower. My heart goes out for you. I was talking to a preacher this week whose wife just recently passed away. He said, Brother Treber, I'm having a hard adjustment. Very difficult time. Those things happen. I know they do. But God wants to walk with us when the sun is bright and when things are in despair. We must have a walk with God. You know, Brother McCracken, I walk with God. And some days it seems like when I walk with God and reading my Bible and praying and confessing my sins and rejoicing the Lord and singing hymns, sometimes it seems like he's right there. I mean, I can almost feel like I could touch him. And sometimes it seems like he's so far away. Sometimes when I pray, it feels like my prayers are bouncing off off the ceiling. And I get, I, I get to the point of starting other work. And I say, Lord, I, I've tried, but I, I feel like I've come up empty. I want to walk with you. And I just don't want to have a Bible time in the morning and prayer time in the morning. I want to walk with him all day long. And here's a man by the name of Enoch. And you know, Enoch, the Bible says in Genesis chapter 5, if you're there, ladies, I think you were there. Enoch lived 65 years and begat Methuselah. And Enoch walked with God. And he says in verse 24, the Bible says, and Enoch walked with God. And in Hebrews, he had this testimony that he pleased God to bring, a, to please someone means I bring, bring pleasure to someone else. I, I submit to the authority of this one and that submission brings pleasure so I can please someone. Dear sir, are you pleasing your wife? Dear ladies, are you pleasing your husband? Children, are you pleasing your parents? Say, I'm 24, I don't have to please my parents. Don't ever live that way. Honor thy father and thy mother still in the Bible. It is commandment five. And one day after you get married and you leave father and mother, it doesn't mean that you reject your parents. One day you'll stand there, as many of us have, and you'll watch that casket of mother and our father being lowered into, a cast, into, into the cemetery, into the ground, into that vault. And it's my prayer that when that day comes, you can say and have the testimony, I honored my mother and my father, and in their death, by the grace of God, I'm going to honor my dad and my mother. I'm going to bring honor. I saw a brother, I saw Mrs. Keel, Jim's here somewhere. That plaque right there is dedicated to his mother, who at a young age passed away in 2009. And I thank God for her, but I believe he's honoring his mother because I know Linda Keel would want her son in church. His brother's here somewhere tonight. I know that honors, and perhaps his sisters as well. I know that brings honor to mother. Though she's dead, yet she speaks. She speaks to the heart of her kids. And may I say tonight, discouragement, despair, and disillusionment is gonna come. Betrayal is gonna come, and bereavement is gonna come, and heartaches are gonna come, and disappointment will come. I do think the older you get, 
It's a regular event in life. Life is not easy, young people. This week, we're going to try to give you some things to get you strong because you are, have already some and you will continue, but it will intensify as you get older in life and more responsibility that all of a sudden you are going to find yourself having heartache and disappointment and betrayal and bereavement and hardship. This dear man and his wife in this particular church raised a precious girl, not in this church, another. They raised her in the nursery and preschool and junior high and elementary and junior high and high school. Just, just perfect family. Bible reading, prayer, sent her off to Bible college. And this parent over here and this other church raised their son the same way. They fell in love at Bible college, had a desire. She had a great desire to love God and do it right. Please her. And, and yet she never found out, but in his heart, he had a different heart, but he feigned himself. He faked that he was something he wasn't. He had the language. And they got married, and within days on the honeymoon, he said, I just wanted to get married to see what it'd be like to be with a woman, but my desire is a man. She did not know what to do. She tried to talk it out. She tried to get help. And they said, you don't understand. I want a man. I don't want you. And she had to come home and tell that sweet mother and dad that just spent that lifetime raising that daughter and gave her a beautiful wedding. And she had to tell him, he doesn't want me. He wants a man. God still wants you to walk with them. And oh, when your heart is so broken and you all, if you're, most of you have been there when you pray and it's just so, so sad, such a misunderstanding, it's such hurt, such disappointment and invest in life and all of a sudden everything is reversed. Oh dear God, my whole world been taken from me. The rug's been pulled out from under my feet. Dear God, Everything is ruined and wrecked. You're going to have to walk with God. Enoch walked with God. And it pleased God. We live in a selfie day. I want to please me. I want to please me. You young people, that are 20 and 21 and 22 and 25 and 26. And you're in transition out of college and you don't know all that God's still gonna do and who he's gonna bring to you. You don't need to be running down to Disneyland every other week. You don't need to be running off to all these parties and all these events and all these social things. And Man, we're having a cool time. How about learning to walk with God? You are in an intensive care right now. You don't need to ride on Dumbo. You need to walk with Jesus. We are living in a day of selfie. Oh, I got my selfie. 
Oh, I got my selfie. How about taking a picture? I got my Bible. How about taking a picture? I've got my walk with God. Now, I don't think we ought to do that either, but you know what I'm talking about. This area would represent God Almighty here. This is God. This is, this is God, and I put Miriam Flint Chung right over here on those lower steps. And I take her husband, Brother Alan Chung, and put him there. We have a triangle. And if their marriage will continue as it has been for these many years, a good marriage, a godly marriage, Miriam is gonna have to come this way to God, and Alan comes this way to God, and all of a sudden they're close to God, and consequently they're close to one another. But when, brother, it's a poor illustration, I've never seen this in his life, he comes, goes out this way, I've gotta go this way, and she has to go out that way, I've gotta go down this path over here, and this is a path of fun and selfie, this is a path of joy and fun for me, and it's a broad way, but it leads to destruction. Why they've had, like so many of you, such a good home, and raising such good, sweet, godly, submissive daughters, because they're coming to God. I wonder, does that couple ever pray together? I've never asked them, but I guarantee it they do. I wonder, do they ever teach their children the things of God, the Word of God? And I guarantee it they do. And it's just not once a month, but it's a daily life. I wonder, do they teach submission and obedience and respect and honor? I wonder if they're teaching them having music, going to the house about Christian songs, and she's, he's walking, she's walking this way, he's walking this way, and they get close to God, and they're close to one another. Walking with God involves love. It involves respect. It revolves, involves dependence. Your marriage is struggling because one of you wants to be independent and the other one wants to be independent or one's dependent and one's independent. No, you have to be dependent upon God and dependent on one another. I would never embarrass you sweet young men and godly young ladies that are adults, young adults. I see you scattered everywhere. That road back there, I see you all over there. I see you scattered in here. And your face comes before me. And I said, oh dear God, that man, he, he, that man, he works on a bus route. That man's serving God. That man's tithing. I've never looked at that. That man's with this. Lord, would you please bring him a godly girl? Please, God, I don't see the right one for him. I see this little girl over here. I think she's such a proverb. So God, would you please bring her the right young man. I don't know who he is. I don't see who it might be. But God, she's a quality girl. She loves you. She serves you. There has to be a young man out of seven billion people on planet Earth that wants to walk with God. Please, God, give her a man of God. The relationship is good when we're walking with God. But then all of a sudden, Pressures come. And that pressure is I, I don't have the money for rent. I don't have money for a house. I don't have money for bills. I heard the 
account one of my staff members shared with me this week that a man flew up here and met with us and I didn't get to meet with him. And in the meeting, he talked about his children. He's got a little child needing bone marrow. And a perfect match is their seven-year-old daughter, which is a little too young, they said, yet. And a nine-year-old boy brother. They're Christians. I don't know them. I wouldn't know them if I saw them today. Imagine the pain that they're going through. The pain that that family's going through over their child that needs his bone marrow. You ever go up to Lucille Packard Hospital? Those kids up there. There's a world of suffering people. And oh, that when we go through suffering, we need to know what it is to walk with God. I think of my wife's and Mrs. Strove's brother, Doug, who two years ago, not quite, you remember his son just collapsed and had a heart attack working in a computer company. Texas just died suddenly. And he was here, he was born the exact same day, Brother Sam Fanera, same year. And now, this year, all of a sudden, his wife is so weak. And they took her to the hospital and she has leukemia. They took her back today again and she's been going through all the chemo and all that. Lived in the hospital these days and weeks. And now, the collapse today and went by ambulance so weak. I don't know if my brother Doug is watching right now. But you know, I've watched him and heard my wife talking. He knows about walking with God. He, he buried a son. And now a wife is so sick. I'm certain together they, they know what it's like to try to walk with God in hard days. I don't want to be a type of Christian that can walk with God when it's all sunny and shiny. Why should I care if the sun doesn't shine? Jesus is mine. All the time. Why should I care if the sun, the storm clouds hang low? Jesus is with me. I know He will never forsake me. I'm under His care. I want to get up tomorrow and through the day. I want to walk with God. I work at it every day. And I get to the end of the day and I review my day, and my wife and I pray together. And then I, many times through the night, I, I look back as I'm awake. I say, Lord, I. I wasn't the Christian I wanted to be today. God, I failed you in here and here. I should have been better here. I wonder if I was filled with the Spirit right there. I wonder if I, I reacted right or did right. And the Spirit of God will sometimes say, no, no, Jack. No, you, you didn't do it right. And I try to get right with God. And I tell you what, we say, I think I'll finish tonight. I'm not done. I'm, I just think I'll finish right here pretty close. But we say, I love the old Bible. That precious old Bible. The light on my pathway to guide, it keeps me so happy. 
I have learned through the years to love this book. Elmody said this book could keep you from sin or sin would keep you from this book. This book is a guide. It's a light. I won't be offended if I love this book because great peace have they that love thy law. Nothing shall offend them. I get sideways and hurt. It's always an indication that I'm not right with God. I love reading this book and praying, and I love singing before God. It was early in the morning a couple weeks ago, and I caught myself in my back study. No one was here. And I sang loud. And I got thinking, I wonder if someone's hearing me. And I was so embarrassed. I love getting on my bicycle, getting up on the levee, riding out about four miles, just sort of casually riding on the trail, getting out to the salt flats. And no one's out there. No one's out on the salt flats. Ride that bicycle, and loud as I want to be, shout and praise God. I love, I never have taken all these years with someone with me when I go preaching in the state of California. I drive state of California, most of it. I love getting that car and singing, walking with God, pouring my heart out to God. And friend, God wants you to learn to walk with Him. I've quoted it so much, you're tired of it. But my Bible in my office is from college. My sister wrote in it. I met God in the morning when the day was at its best. And his presence came like sunrise, like a glory in my breast. And if you don't know what it is to walk with God, and you know, I might have an easier schedule than you. I know many in our church are getting up at 3 and 3.30 and 4 in the morning and at it. I could tell you a couple of couples in our church that for years, about 3.30 or 4, they have prayed for my wife every day. I know it might be easier for me to have a walk with God. Perhaps you're catching a plane or a train. I don't know what you're doing. Perhaps I do. I don't know. Have more time. But I can tell you this. His presence comes like sunrise, like a glory in my breast. All day long, his presence lingers, and all day long, he stays with me, and we sail in perfect calmness or a very troubled sea. Other ships were torn and battered, and other ships were sore distressed. And the winds that seemed to drive them brought to me a peace and rest. Then I thought of other mornings with the secret left behind. I think I've learned the secret, learned by many a troubled way. You must meet him in the morning to have them in the day. And then often I'll sing songs. Braden, I'll sing your grandma's song. Walking with Jesus. I love to go out to the cemeteries to pray where I've laid your loved ones to rest. And no one's out there and I, it's quiet, it's peaceful. And I, I could talk to God, speak out loud. Maybe I have more freedom in my schedule than you would, I don't know. But my life's pretty busy too. 
And I go out there, and I get to Priscilla's place with her sister. They're buried side by side. And I normally will sing, Walking with Jesus. Walking every day. Walking all the way. Walking with Jesus. Walking with Jesus, my Lord. Thank you for listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. For more information about our ministry or to find out how to get in contact with us, visit our website at nvbc.org. May God bless you as you serve Him this week.